Welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. We are live. And uh, for those who are in different parts of the world that don't have daylight savings time like the U.S. does, or maybe it's on a different schedule, we apologize for throwing off the schedule. Uh, we're getting ourselves organized here as well. Um, and daylight savings time is is annoying, especially when you have kids, I've realized. So, um, but anyways, we're excited to be back here with another awesome episode. Today, we're going to talk about whether or not you need a college degree to be a successful web design professional, um, or I guess technically the title is Divi Web Design Professional. Um, so short answer, um, I think we're all probably going to say no. Um, which is kind of obvious, uh, but like, we're going to go into, into depth. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks for coming guys. You guys can leave now. That's um, a divvy short. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to explain why, uh, obviously. And so we're super happy to have Josh here with us again. Uh, it's been a little while. And so we're always thrilled to, to have him back on here. And uh, I'm filling yeah. in for the ladies, by the way, Nancy said, all boys, what happened to my angels? I will be your angel today, Nancy. There we go. Yeah, Josh is here oh. representing all the ladies of Divi Chat. I can bring on <laughs> one of my daughters. They're running around like crazy right now. So maybe, maybe we'll do that before the end. Yeah, Josh is very much so a, a girl dad. So he definitely possesses uh, girl power. I don't know. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much, Tim. I've been saying they just try to keep, keep up with my manliness, but apparently I'm just becoming more girl power. Anywho. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> before we dive into the topic, let's meet our awesome panelists. We'll go around the horn, starting with, with Mike, and we'll go clockwise. Uh, so welcome, Mike. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for the setup. Uh, my name's Mike Devitt, and I'm representing uh, Web Design Pro, where we have one degree in success, 99 solutions, but a problem's not one, and six <laughs> degrees of separation. You are only six or fewer connections away from a brand new website with us. You can find me at webdesignpro.co, Facebook, Twitter, and all good record shops. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Eric, and I am coming to you tonight from uh, Krakow, Poland. Uh, an amazing, amazing city. And uh, you can find me at Divi Agency Coach, um, also over at In Transit Studios. Awesome. I guess that's me. Hey, guys, yeah. that's great. <laughs> I probably don't need to say too much because it's in the title right here, but I am Josh. Uh, my personal brand at joshhall.co is where I teach people how to build their dream web design business. And obviously, I'm a Divi guy. I actually busted out my Divi shirt for this. It's still yeah. a little wrinkly, but uh, busted it out to, to be back on Divi Chat. It's great to be back with you guys. I love what you know you guys have continued to do with the show, so I'm always happy to to pop on when I can. It's just right during dinner hours usually, so it's tough for me to do it consistently. But great to be back and excited to to talk about this topic of education. So awesome, yeah! I'm stoked to have you here, Josh. Uh, my name is Tim Streifler, and you can find me online at DiviLife.com, where I have all of my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, and tutorials, and uh, WPGears.com, where I have a couple Divi courses, as well as the uh, WP, the podcast, uh, the WordPress podcast I do with my pal David Blackman. After almost two years on break, we finally have new episodes released and we're back on our daily schedule. So uh, definitely check out WPGears.com for that. Um, so as we already mentioned, we talked about uh, today's episode is all about whether or not you need a degree to be a successful Divi web developer. I spoiled it and said that we're probably all going to say no. Um, but let's unpack that a little bit. Let's figure out, okay, well, why? Why not? Um, and yeah, who wants to jump in and, and talk a little bit about that first? I actually, as a web design coach, I'll just say real quick, <laughs> this is so timely because two days ago, shout out to Robin, one of my students, uh, said something about this exactly. And she said she went to uni for a lot of web design stuff. And she said that university prepared her to be an employee. But my courses and some other training for other web design folks in the industry helped her build her business. And I really think that's the two distinctions is in university, 
if you are going to get business principles, it's likely going to be outdated or from people who I hate to say failed at their business, but they're, they're, they're not, you know, they're in a different position to where they probably haven't had the experience that all of us are having running our businesses. So, um, I, I don't care for most higher ed, especially in design and creative fields. However, I do think there's probably a lot of value from, you know, if you want a job, but if you want to build your own business, I think there's, that's the biggest distinction that I've seen between the two. That's interesting, yeah. Josh. So you saying that you think that, uh, a little bit that you've got to be in it on a daily basis to sort of, you know, feel it on a daily basis in order to then sort of be able to sort of help others. Yeah, I, I would say that for sure, Mike. And it was interesting. I, I, the only formal education I have was two years in a community college where I started learning graphic design and photography and stuff. And I had two professors and it was interesting between the two. One was a full-time professor. And when he talked about design and, and business, you could tell it was like out of a textbook. But I had one professor who was had a full-time job as a designer and taught at night school. And his approach was completely different. It was like he was in the weeds. He was showing us real designs he was doing. And I had such a better experience with him. Um, but he was, you know, he was working a job as a designer. But there's definitely a big distinction there. Yeah. So I... I didn't, didn't study graphic design or computer science or anything like that, but my degree was in business administration with an emphasis in entrepreneurship. And so um, there definitely was a, a lot of that kind of academia, kind of like more business principles, but not the, really the practical stuff. Um, but there was a decent amount of really practical, like one of, I had a class, an entrepreneurship class, and we literally like started businesses and created business plans and 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 uh, went through all the steps and everything. And the the professor who taught that was a very successful business owner who was like semi-retired. He still did investing and stuff like that. Um, and so I think there is you like I did learn a lot. Like how much am I using today in my business? I don't know. It's hard to say because obviously I didn't learn anything related to websites or uh, building plugins or, or anything like that. But I did get kind of a, a solid foundation. Now, can I say whether or not my business would be where it is today without that? Like, I don't know. I feel like the majority of what I learned was like the school of hard knocks, right? Like getting yeah. in the weeds. And that's part of my learning style too, is I don't learn well in a lecture format. I learn better by doing and getting my hands dirty and, and trying to figure stuff as figure stuff out as I go. But I definitely do agree with what Josh and um, one of your students said, Josh, about uh, college in general prepares you to be an employee. Like that's, you know, across the board, definitely true. I think there is some exceptions. And I, I think I was part of that exception with kind of the unique degree in a unique business program that I was in. But in general, I would, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always thought about this and thought that when you had formal training in something, it's like anything until you get actually in and doing it, the, the, the course and actually the training can be an actual being in the weeds, as you described it, can be two totally different things. And I think we all learn from people and it's people and customers, if you like, almost that teach us and they teach us to you kind of start off with that sort of vanilla contract at the beginning of your web design experience. Some you've got a template from somewhere, haven't you? You know, somebody said, Oh yeah, I use this template, and you send this template out, and it's got a few bits and pieces in the contract, and that contract changes as people teach you and as you make mistakes. So kind of like from a there's a, a difference between um the technical skill around say web design, whether that's UI, UX, design skills, Photoshop, Illustrator, that sort of thing. And then there's soft skills. And soft skills are uh, almost not can't be taught, but you'd need in a course somewhere, you'd need to be sitting there with someone videoing you, with you um, perhaps doing sales, uh, having a sales discussion with somebody or how you come across, how you communicate, all those sorts of things. And soft skills are just something that, that you learn from 
other people as you go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that, you know, there's, there's a set of skills you're going to have to develop and there's certain knowledge things that you're going to have to have. And you can get those going the college route, but also because of the, the technology we have available to us today and the unbelievable amount of wealth of wealth of information out on the internet and with the course creators out there, you can, you can, you can come up with a list of, Hey, these are the things I'm going to need to know. And you can go out there and find that information and learn from the people you choose to learn from and do it a whole lot cheaper and skip all the stuff you don't need. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in college. Like, you know, when I was in college and some of the courses that I had to take, oh my gosh, I, like it, I'm the personality type that it annoyed me because I'm never going to use this. You know, I don't, I don't care. Um, and so you have to get the information. You don't have to get a college degree to do it. Yeah. And there, there's a big, big, I think, problem with higher ed and uh, education in general with the pace yeah. that this industry moves. And as we all know, web design moves quick. Changes yeah. happen sometimes monthly or a few times a year. So by the time something is put in print and agreed by the board of directors and put into a program, then rolled out then figured out, it's already like a year or two behind. And I yeah. definitely found that for the few web design classes that I took in a community college, it was very far behind. And yeah. it's interesting because years ago, uh, my teacher in the community college who was my first experience with CSS, he found out what I was up to and asked if I would be interested in teaching a summer course for the college. And I was interested. So I went in and, and got some more details. He handed me, I kid you not, a stack of books that was like this big. And it was all dated WordPress stuff that they were going to put into the textbook. And I was like, first of all, I'm not reading any of this. Um, and I was like, this is, it's just so dated. Like there's no reason for that. There's just no reason. There's no need for this. I, I honestly think it, it, it puts higher ed organizations in a real bind because they are, they are producing people and skill sets that are either dated or are just so slow. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but have you noticed and I don't mean to disparage anyone who has come through university, but I worked with some freelancers and designers who came from universities and they were just so slow at things. They were so afraid to just like try things out. Or of course, the big problem with school is you're afraid to fail. Whereas like all of us here, I mean, I can speak working with Tim and working with Eric, obviously, we are gonna just try, try, try and figure out, see what works and move, move quick. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what I've experienced at least. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and I, I definitely know what you're saying, Josh, about uh, academia being really behind when it comes to the technologies. I had a friend who went to, it wasn't even a full-blown university, it was a art institute. So like a small college that specialized in just, you know, the arts, you know, graphic design, web design, photography, stuff like that. And so you would think that they would be on top of everything since that's all they did. And I remember he was uh, learning Flash. And this was probably <laughs> like 2010. And Flash was already well on its way out because the iPhone kind of started that movement when it came out in 2006, I think, where they didn't allow Flash on iPhones. And that is kind of what kept the ball rolling. And so it was like he was learning a technology that was like on its way to becoming dead from a, a school that was supposed to be on the cutting edge. And it was like, I was, I wasn't even in web design at that point, but I still knew what HTML five was. That was like brand new at the time and everything. And so it was like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> and you know, the uh, one thing I want to say in the beginning here is this is awesome. Like this is a really good thing for anyone learning web design. You don't need to go $100,000 in debt to learn web design. Like yeah. we're all here helping folks and a fraction of the cost of investing in yourself, you can get so far ahead and fast track your journey. So I know that's why I'm passionate about this. And I hope that's why you guys are here too. Yeah. And you have yeah. to make time for it every day. I mean, there is, there is, uh, I'm sure that uh, everyone here learns something new every single day 
you, you never stop learning you never stop picking things up and actually you know if you actually put some time in every day to just say look i'm just going to spend half an hour i'm gonna i'm gonna look at some, a specific topic whatever that whatever that might be um but i was just thinking as you were talking about that and talking about unis if we had a divi chat university we'd probably be rolling out version three right now <laughs> saying, this is how you do it yeah. and imagine the differences between that and and uh, and where we are today I... and where we're and where we're going to be this year hopefully can I ask a question real quick? Because for anyone who doesn't know, Eric was a student of mine and then came through my maintenance plan course. And then I kind of oversaw what he was doing with his business and he scaled it so quick. And then he eventually took over my business as my CEO. So Eric, I'd like to pose a question to you publicly. What was it that brought you to my courses as opposed to going a more traditional route? Was Because I'm sure you, did you think about going to like community college or something? No, because I, I was beyond, like I'd been there, done that, tried it. Um, but I definitely, listening to Divi Chat helped me realize that, you know, I there was still stuff I didn't know what I didn't know. And I didn't want to reinvent the wheel. Um, and, and I don't even like now when, you know, uh, in, when I do coaching, when people ask me like, you know, what's what's the first thing I should do to get going? I tell them, will you go take Josh's maintenance course? Because I'm not going to recreate, reinvent a wheel or, or, or put together a course when we still follow, when we still operate based upon it. Um, but what it was, was it was hearing you talk about your successes and failures um, on Divi Chat. And that gave me the confidence. This is a guy that's talking from experience, not from theory. Um, he knows it. And then the cost. I mean, it was pretty easy to do the math and go, well, shoot. If I take his course and I sign up, you know, three of my clients over to maintenance and hosting, you know, the return on investment is way beyond anything I would get from a, a college degree. Um, but the big thing was hearing that you had tried things and some things didn't work and then you found out what did work and that was it. Well, you said it there, Eric, theory versus real world experience. Those are two very different things that academics don't have a lot of times yeah. if they're stuck in the academic world. Well, let me take it one step further and say, I don't even think there would be an option to learn what you learned in Josh's course in a university setting. Like what university is going to teach a course on like recurring revenue maintenance plans for independent web designers? Like that's just not the way they operate. It's like yeah. they teach skills. They'll teach you how to you know, build a website again, as we mentioned, it might be outdated technology. They'll teach you how to like use Photoshop. They'll teach you how to do this to, to do that. But like building a, a web design business, I don't really think you, you could learn at least in a, like a linear fashion. You'd have to basically do what I did, which is like a business major. And then, you know, double major in uh, computer science or triple major and graphic, you know, it's like, it's just like, you can't do yeah. it, but what you can do with, online courses is like here's what exactly what you need nothing more nothing less and that's the beauty of buying courses from independent people opposed to universities yeah, yeah. you're cherry picking aren't you so you're, you're saying you know this is this is what i really want to learn this is what i really want to get my, my teeth into so that maybe you want a niche in something you want to provide a uh, you might have a well-established web design business already, but actually you've decided that there's something else you want to sell. You want there's a new service that you want to sell, and actually, you know, a course uh, uh, that you that you can take that will be up to date, because course providers are under so much pressure to ensure that they are on on the cutting edge, and even as soon as they've done that course, we all know that you know weeks go by. In fact. I know I've done it when I've looked at a course and I saw when was this course produced. You then look at the subject and you think, well, okay, this subject is 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 much more generic. But anything technical or anything that is um, that that's moving fast, you have to have people that are creating courses that are all you know there as we go. In fact, I like what <laughs> Vicky's put in the uh, chat here um she says this is where the real education is it's just in time learning because we are yeah. we, we we need it when we need it uh when you're when you're googling 
maybe even for an answer on something actually you if you'd have learned the foundations of what you needed to know already then you wouldn't need google because you'd probably be able to work it out by i don't know maybe coding it or, or whatever it is that that is that you're searching for um, yeah. but i really like the i really like the, uh, the, the the fact that we live in a world now where you can literally get the answers to the questions but also that the courses are there as well and they're pretty much up to date that's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I, I think. Want... Go, no, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead, Eric. I was going to say, and now I think it does reach a point, and this is okay. I, I think this is just the, the evolutionary track that you go on. I, I think for most people that I talk to and most people that I've seen successful in, in this business, they start out learning just like, you know, I did from Josh and learning how to do it and just saying, okay, and taking it. And Josh is. Josh's courses are good at, and other courses I've taken are good at telling you why it, it works on, on most of the things. Um, but then eventually you get to the point you do need to dig into and really figure out, okay, what's at play here? Why is this working? And there you can start to explore concepts and, you know, reading books and listening to podcasts and watching TED Talks. Like, you know, you'll go through a season, like for me, like I just got really into for a while, the psychology behind the uh, decision making, you know, why did people, what drives people to make decisions that Biology. helped me? Yeah, that, there you go. That, that helped me design better conversion, you know, optimized websites. Um, and then I wanted to look at a better eye for design. So I actually started taking, uh, private art lessons and, and learning how to paint because I wanted to learn the, from an artist perspective design. Um, and that has had a great influence, you know, significant influence. So that's where it gets really interesting. Once you get the, the foundation laid in of, you know, the recurring income, learn the foundations of the technology and stuff like that. Now you can start to explore other interests that you, that you're attracted to but start pulling from those in a way that you you couldn't do you know in a in a four-year college it, yeah it is an interesting it, point oh go ahead tim sorry well i, I was going to say i think and by the way i said biology uh it, there's a book called biology b-u-y ology which oh, is the, okay the, oh, like okay. the why we buy the truth and lies about why we buy that's the, the subtitle and and so anyways that's eric you mentioned the psychology of buying um, and decision making and stuff. Um, I, I think you said something that I've, I've been wanting to say, Eric. You said you have those foundations that you learn in the courses. Now you're able to pull and stuff. And I think the reason you can do that is because you learn some of those foundations in the courses. And you can, because I think without that, something again, Eric, you said earlier, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so that was some of my issues starting out was I was like, I, I learned by doing, which is great. It's that just in time learning where it's like, I need to do this, go and Google it. The problem with that though, is when I was learning, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so I was skipping things that I didn't know I shouldn't skip, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. And so I then kind of circled back and then I did take some courses and it kind of filled in some gaps and I was like, oh, that's why this works this way and, and stuff like that. And then it's like once you have that that kind of foundation, then there's it's like, you know, at that point, you know what you don't know. So then you can start pulling in those things like you mentioned, Eric, and like, hey, I want to learn more about this. I want to learn more about this. It's like that. Um, there's a phenomenon. I can't remember the name, but it's like basically uh, a graph of. Uh, your your learning and when you start out you, you you start learning and you think you know a lot but then the more you learn the more you realize you don't actually know anything and so then it's like uh you you start learning more and it, i need to find the, the it's the, true it's, it's i said it to my wife i said it to my wife last week i was like i just used to feel like i was pretty smart and i knew a lot now the older i get i realize like i don't know anything about anything like it's just an ever expanding world which is really cool but it, it's a great point and i know ken in the in the chat a little bit ago mentioned which shout out to ken he's one of my web design students he said that his college degree in biology gave him a set of skills for communication investigation project management experimentation i think y'all thanks thanks mike um 
I think the potential benefit for some higher ed may be some of those like evergreen type of psych psychological principles. But if you are in the game to build your web design business and make six figures as quick as you can, going to uni and learning about psychological principles are, are not going to get you there very quickly. That that's like something in a different time, you know, like that's where having a like point A to point B start to finish program to actually help you implement stuff is so much more valuable, especially at that time. So, um, I find that really exciting for folks learning because with courses or any type of online programs from folks like us who are in it, it is much more like tactile and it's much yeah. more implementative. Is that a word? Yeah, it is now. Um, it is now. <laughs> sorry. There we go. So, and I, I apologize, guys. My, uh, for whatever reason, can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you fine. Yeah. For whatever reason, my uh, internet is being a little wacky today. So, uh, if I cut in and out, I apologize. But anyway, that's my that's thoughts fine. on that. So just, the the phenomenon I was trying to remember the name of it's called yeah. the Dunning Kruger effect, and I posted the the link to it in the chat on on YouTube. But basically, it's uh, on one on one axis is confidence, and then the other axis is is competence. Um, and so basically, as you you learn, you think you know a lot, and then you come down on your confidence yeah. once you realize how much you don't know. And yeah. so that was me in my early stages of, of learning web design and development and stuff was like, oh, wow, I got this. Like I learned like a teeny bit of CSS and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is easy. And then I realized like, oh, I'm actually really dumb. Like there's so much yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And hey, so can I? I yeah, just wonder, can I, can I pose a serious question to all you guys? Do you know any professional web designer that went through four years of a professional degree for, for web design? Like and, specifically for like web design or graphic yeah. design? No. I don't know anybody. I literally don't know anybody who is a professional. Yeah. However, I will, I, will I, say related to that, I do know a lot of people that went to school for computer science and they're like, programmers engineers you know building software um but that's a know, little different from web, web that's a little bit different from like straight up totally web design, exactly right? yeah i agree but i think back back to what tim said the couple people that i do know especially with degrees in like graphic design um and what they're all working for other people um yeah. and they're very happy doing it and that's that's not a knock i mean i don't you know yeah not everyone's made to own their own business yeah yeah right ab absolutely so i think i think if you're listening to this you're probably wired a little bit more like the panelist and you're you're a bit more of a weekend warrior maverick i'm gonna build this and, and make something of it and the good thing is you can uh the word of caution i would give is don't reinvent the wheel like learn what's working from others right now, then you'll get, you'll get that confidence. Um, but then you'll get that nice recurring income that gives you the space to start to learn and start to innovate on those foundations. And then you can make it your own. Um, but you'll go so much further faster uh, well, by, you know, grabbing some courses. And the reason I ask that in all honesty is I find it fascinating that I've been in the web design world since 2010 ish. And obviously I have a massive network of colleagues and entrepreneurs and friends all over the world in web design. And I don't know a single professional web designer, either agency owner or freelancer who came from university. Like maybe they dabbled in university or had a side degree. And like I had digital design and graphics, which wasn't exactly web design. But that's really interesting to me. And I think that shows that our industry, if you're going to run your own web design business as a freelancer, solopreneur, or as an agency, you're going to do a lot better, a lot quicker, like Eric just said, with a with a non-traditional route. Yeah. And just examining that for a second, Josh. So what's happened uh for for me and my as part of my journey was 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 Divi Chat in the very in the very beginning, you know, the first probably one of the uh, earlier people to uh, started to watch the show uh, when it started in uh, 2016. And that was uh, part of what gave me a bit of confidence in doing what I was doing at the time. It was kind of like, okay, these guys are all, you know, they're all doing what I'm doing and they're all talking in a similar vein. I, I think I'm on the right track here and you can come in the chat and you can, you can sort of ask a few questions and you've got, a, uh, got some really good answers. It was always a, always a very informative show. And then I realized that 
just off of that the other the other places for learning are play our podcasts are um people that are producing uh, regular content so uh i really really enjoy uh, the future as a as a podcast uh and um, there's also a guy called gary uh, vanichuk mm-hmm. and he's another guy that's producing regular um podcasts regular uh, content that's all in our game that's all around what we're doing um and sometimes they'll they'll focus on things that are to do with um sales or they may, they may talk about something uh, specific to to the kind of topics that we're coming up with but you're learning you're learning from people that have done it and are in it and are doing it and that's and this is this other other a medium if you like on which you can you can pick up and learn from by the way if you see josh cutting out it's because (laughs) he uh we have a really cool plugin on Streamyard where if someone starts cursing using profanity it just kind of cuts them out momentarily (laughs) and so josh gets a little overexcited and starts using some profane language so we have to cut him out temporarily (laughs) that is thanks for calling me out tim that's exactly what it is (laughs) nice cover man um no but i was just gonna say mike's point there i think segues into a really interesting point and that is the benefit of a university program with any program is it is typically some sort of like process, even though it may take four years, it's still like an organized plan. The problem that people face if you don't go that route is now it's information overload. Like to your point, Mike, there's tutorials, podcast, all of us have content. And then it's like, I don't even know what to do. Like I'm trying to piece together different things from different people. You're all pumped up at first. And then has anyone felt this? Let us know in the chat where you get all excited. And then like one month in, you're like, I don't even now I'm like, I have too much, like too many ideas. I don't know which way to go. That's why I've actually learned to, with my courses, I've tried to take almost like an academy style approach as much as I can't stand higher ed. I've still tried to put those principles of like, a program that is like here's where you start here's where you'll end up into my courses that we have some structure yeah well said tim that way it's not like just chaos like constant chaos content because when you produce content those are the breadcrumbs but yeah if somebody wants a full meal that is where a course or a program comes into play so i think that's the danger of of, you know if you're learning everything from google like hopefully you have all the time in the world because it's going to be overwhelming uh, the nice yeah. thing about uh, what we've done with with Divi Chat is obviously Divi Chat. From Divi Chat, we got the focus on your biz group set up, which is obviously Stephanie put that all together. But then we ended up with people coming from your courses, Josh. They, they were coming across to focus on your biz. Obviously, there was some there was some uh, some some cross. Uh, people crossing over that had started off in the web design business have been recommended to focus on your biz which had come from divi chat and there's a thursday night meetup now where there's 25 to 30 people that get together and from that um i got to know some people that from from your course and i'm working with those people as well so it's awesome. kind of like you you just end up with this fant- i talked about this at the beginning about this sort of six degrees of separation but you just end up working with people if you're prepared to 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 go from being in the chat room to pushing yourself into perhaps some unfamiliar territory by taking one of your courses uh and and then you meet other people as well you get into a group you become part of a community and from there you people say oh well have you tried the admin bar have you tried focus on your business have you tried this and yeah. there's your education yeah, and, well, and I, I think that's I think... one thing that's really cool too with um, this kind of non-traditional form of education courses and online communities and stuff like that is there's people coming in with different levels of experience. And, and of course that can happen in higher education too, but not to the same level. Cause it's like, you see someone coming into an online course that might be brand new, but then someone else is coming in that m- might have 10 years of experience, but just wants to sharpen their uh you know their their knowledge so to speak and learn some new tricks and stuff like that and and you're able to get a lot of that educational synergy where people are learning from each other and um again that can happen in higher education but it typically doesn't at least not from my experience and so um and that's a really cool thing about 
um, communities being part of like that online education um, format is is people are able to help others and someone that's brand new actually has something to teach as well because it's like yeah. I, I might be brand new at something but I have other unrelated experience that I bring to the table. And so anyways, I just, I've seen that happen and ha that educational synergy with, with online communities. And it's a beautiful thing. Sorry, yeah, Eric, uh, go ahead. Well, I was, was going to say, I think the other thing that's unique about, um, and I, it's probably in other industries. I can only speak from the, the files I have accumulated experiences from, but um, one of the things that I see in, in this industry that I really think is kind of amazing is there's a lot of different ways to structure your your business um, to really build a lifestyle um, business. And I think if you're in a college program, because of the fact that they have to systematize as much as they can, because they've got you know, only so many academic advisors and so many counselors and stuff like that, that have to work with so many students, you come out of that with this idea that you have to do things a very certain way to be successful. And I think that leads into a lot of things outside of the business world. Like you got to gotta get a job in a city, you got to have a house, you got an apartment, you got to lay down roots. There's all the things that tie to it. But when you really step from it, you're like, my life doesn't have to look anything like that. You know, I can build a business supports the lifestyle I want, and I can have the immense amount of freedom and flexibility. And I don't think I I, I think going at the non college route gives you the freedom to see that, and then to see like and building connections and networks with people. Well, do I want to be a a solopreneur where it's, and I've got some freelancers and you know, I, I reach this level of, you know, $120,000, $150,000 a year, and that's all I need. So that's all I want. And I'm going to, and I'm going to stay there. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's great. Or you may get to that point and you go, oh, no, I, I want to go the agency model where, you know, uh, we're expanding and growing and adding additional services. Um, and I've got a team now. There's nothing wrong with that either. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to do yeah. this business. Colleges aren't focused on that. Like even like practically, let's look at colleges. I think about the colleges where I'm at in central Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, they know the markets around. So a lot of their programs are tailored to the businesses we have locally. So their goal is to create workers. And again, if you want a job as a web designer, that is fine. That's, that's a great route to go. You could still learn from us and get a job somewhere. That's totally fine. But most everybody here is probably an entrepreneur. So I actually, it'd be, it'd be worthwhile addressing uh, Afzol's question, which is a good question. Um, yeah, Mike, I don't know if you can pop that up, man. Uh, so if you guys think if someone has enough skills to start a web design business, a university degree would uh, not stop someone to succeed, what would the rest of the world say about this? Well, we know what the rest of the world would say. Grandma Edna is going to be like, what? You're not going to college. You got to go to college to make it. You got to get a job. That's just how my grandma sounds. So, but anyway, there are 100% I've never heard that. that accent before. By the way, <laughs> oh, I've really? never heard that accent before. And that needs to be how you intro every class in the future. Or every course I might class. do yeah. that. I switched my tab to read some of the YouTube comments. I was like, who's talking right now? Like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of my family is from Jersey. So it's like the harsh New Jersey accent. Uh, awesome. Yeah, it was very similar. Anywho, okay. uh, <laughs> I would say, look, this is a good question. I would say it may not stop them completely, but it's 100% going to slow them down and derail them because of all, everything we've talked about so far, like it's going to make you a really proficient as a, you know, maybe certain tech side of things, but it's not going to teach you how to fast track your journey to making six figures. I guarantee that. Yeah. Well, and I don't, I don't care what the world says. If, if, if clients are willing to hire me and I can deliver a quality product to them, I don't really give a rip what the world says. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about starting your own business. And like, the world we live in today more than ever before the barriers to entry to starting a business an online business whatever are so low you can you know eric is literally uh traveling the world 
serving his same web design clients that he was serving when he was back home. And he's, he has a, a lifestyle business where he's able to do that. And so, uh, and that, you know, you, even if you're, you're in a third world country, you can learn web design and work for web design or uh, sorry, work for us companies doing web design and make an amazing living for yourself. And so there's like the opportunities that, that we have today. I know it's like, people say that a lot. It's kind of cliche, but it's true. Like the opportunities we have to start businesses and stuff, um, with the internet, not just with the ability to market yourself on the internet, but also to learn on the internet from online courses and, and, and the school of YouTube and all of that. It's incredible. And so it used to be that college was the only way. And so it was yeah. like what Eric said, like that was, right. that was the status quo. It was, you go to college because that's what you do. And then you get a job with well, they the held salary the knowledge. because that's what they you do. Exactly. Great, yeah. College was point. like the, the gateway to a successful life. Right. And yeah. so, but things are changing. Like people are now realizing that's not the only way, and, you know, and it used to be that you had to go to college because you have to go to college. Like Josh's grandma says. And so, <laughs> Um, this is a this is really important too in all seriousness i think everyone needs to know if you haven't already experienced this your family is not going to understand unless you are so fortunate to have an entrepreneurial family they will not understand the idea of finding this guy on youtube and paying him 300 dollars to learn his program they're going to be like what go to college why would you do that again i'm not going to bust out my full and edna uh accent but that you're going to get it. And was it I grandma it. or aunt? A grandma. Sorry. Yeah. And that's not even <laughs> my grandma's name, but <laughs> they're all from Jersey. That's what they sound like. But it's true. Like, like, listen, I remember people like they would give me like the looks like you're not going to a four year degree. What are you thinking? And no, I'm just, I'm going for it. Um, yeah. I remember yeah. when I got out of college, my grandma's like, cause she knew, you know, I was like, on the technical side of things. And she'd be like, you're going to, you're going to go get a job at AOL. Right. And I was like, AOL doesn't really exist anymore, grandma. But like <laughs> in her mind though, that's what you do is you go and you, you, you get your college degree and then you go work for a big company. Yeah. And, and so like for, for me not to be doing that was just like, why would you waste your degree? It's like, no, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> here's, a, here's an interesting question. Or from, my, I don't my, know if anybody knows this person. Stephanie Hudson. Oh, must be new to the show. Is that how you say her name? Uh, I, I think, I think yeah. So. yeah. She looks shady. It looks a little shady. Are we sure she's not yeah. spam? She's out of focus. Just... <laughs> yeah, it must be one of those AI generated <laughs> images or something. She's probably yeah. a bot. It's a, it's a bot. bot. <laughs> but, in all seriousness, would the industry have more consistency if there were standards in place to maintain a certain level of competency? Great question. It's a great question. Coming from a bot. You can, you, you, she, she can come again. <laughs> I think the tricky thing with that is there's just so many ways to build a website and so many different tools. I don't see how there could be some sort of standard, honestly. Um, yeah, I just, it's, it's such a. And like Google, for example, yeah, Google. There's standards where it matters, like in code. Yeah, I was going to say SEO, Google, like there, there are those standards. That's a good point. Yeah. And there are some, like I worked with an insurance agent and eventually he had to leave me, not because he wanted to, but because his, his overarching corporate people he was like working with, they have like their own website standards and they had like template sites they had to eventually bring all their clients onto. So there's like substandards, I think with certain industries, but as a whole, yeah, I, I think it would just be the standards of those pieces, those parts of the web, like Eric talked, but like SEO, like, like if you write CSS wrong, it going to break, um, your standards, yeah. you know, need yeah. to be somewhat yeah. in place there, whether yeah. it looks good or not is irrelevant. It's going to break if it is, is formatted wrong. So I guess those are right. kind but of, but like there standards. are emerging, there are emerging standards, um, privacy and understanding privacy yep. as well as ADA compliance. I think in the next yeah, five years, I, yeah, I think in the next five years, compliance is going to be a big thing. And, and you're going to really have to know that. But it's not hard and you don't need a college degree for that. It's that's just something you're going to have to to pick a course up on. And there's already some great ones out there. 
or a podcast. I did a podcast on what the heck's going on with Google Analytics recently. Like that, an hour of that is enough yeah. for me. Like I get it. All right, let's move on. It's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> and but the thing is, there's a distinction here, isn't there? There's a distinction between the technical and the soft, and that's that's the thing. There are there are some very um, bright minds out there that will teach you um, some of the soft skills, but in a different way. So sales, I think, has fundamentally changed a lot in the, in, in the way in which people think about selling, particularly in the last 10 years. You, you see a lot of people now uh, really focusing on um, thinking about what the, the customer's pain point is, what they need, rather than banging people with cold calls saying, this is how great we are and we can do this for you. And, you know, if we bully you enough, there'll be, you know, you'll, you'll buy from us and that kind of thing. And the whole mindset has changed into the psychology of, of, of what you're doing. So uh, in that aspect of things, you, you know, learning how to communicate and how to uh, listen to people as to what they need and ask them the right questions. If you listen to enough podcasts about that, then you pick up on those soft skills and you start to write your own questions in a, in a different way when you're speaking to potential clients. Um, and then under uh, underneath all of that, you have to be a project manager. So you need to have some kind of um, project management skills. And this is one I was listening to the other day and I kind of came up with my own um, phrase for it. And it's almost like it's digital minimalism, which is how you organize your digital uh, libraries uh where everything is and and you know it's really easy to get carried away in the work and everything's in your downloads folder and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that image for that project and that piece of work for that but how you can work so you're tight and efficient the whole time i'd be interested actually josh asking you a question about your the way in which you do your courses uh, and how you uh, perhaps uh routinely revisit some of this some of these uh, pieces of, um, of of training um when you're seeing changes in the industry as fast as they're running mm. do you have to be well, really digi digitally sort of minimalistic in order to do that so you know exactly where everything is and, and yeah. at what point during the video so you can sort of cut into it make the change and then carry on I've learned to do that. Yeah. Okay. When I, my first couple technical courses now I'm like, oh man, I got to go in and either revamp the whole thing or just, I I've been just adding new lessons or revamping lessons as needed. You, you gave me a great reminder that I need to change the publish date on some of those courses because yeah, I might have a course three years yeah. old, but I've updated like half of it. So I need yeah. to change the publish date, but yeah, that is tricky. There's a big difference between like topical trainings and evergreen trainings that like sales is kind of evergreen what worked 10 years ago will work today minus technology stuff so um there's you know psychological things that last a very long time which is i think why universities do have some potentially good programs for psychological kind of stuff because it's in depth and proven on that but um i'm sorry mike did i answer the question i, I kind of forgot it, the question yeah, i think the, the the point was that if you've if you've got your library of courses and you and in, in fact even these days you with videos you get a breakdown of a, of a video so if you're watching a video and someone says at three minutes they were talking about this and at six minutes mm. they were talking about this um i'm kind of thinking with you with, with yours and with your courses if you have to go back and revisit something it's almost like how do you keep up mm. with knowing what you said when you said it and whether that's actually still relevant and actually correct or not oh. um do you, do you see where I'm coming from here? Well, yeah, like, relevant. Yeah. I, I mean, personally, Strict I keep all so this stuff. Personally, I keep it all relevant. Whether I remember what I said, who knows? Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I think I covered that. Um, I was like, was that a podcast or a tutorial or a course? It was one of those three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in yeah. all seriousness, yeah, I, I, I do find in any case with any sort of training, I found that the the you almost have to put the least amount of information that is the most impactful to get a difference. And I will yeah. say this too, as a course consumer, because yeah. I take online courses, I am not interested in the course that is the longest or that has the most content. I am much more interested in like a quickest lean path, mean. lean and mean, baby. Like, yeah. Think Tim Streifler, <laughs> lean and mean. That is what you want <laughs> with a course. Yeah. yeah. And I'm actually, it's a challenge for me because I'm going to revamp my business course this year. And I've actually looked at it and I feel like I almost have too much content. Like, I think I'm going to tighten things up and 
maybe even remove a few things and just really keep it extra tight. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a biggie. What about with your to podcast, answer your question, Mike? Tim? I think that's yeah. where customer feedback and like having a, a good community of students comes into play because then it's like uh, Josh doesn't have to go and remember what he said and whether it's still relevant and you know where he showed you know the old classic builder versus the new you know it's like students will say hey by the way uh, this is outdated because I know for, for mine and David's business course we have a recommended plugins list right well it's like of course that's going to get out of date really right. quick but you so took, we've had you took students, back hey, out, by right? the way i clicked on one of those links and um it went to a 404 page oh okay well that's an easy yeah. you know fix just update the list and stuff um but yeah i i totally agree with josh um because i'm i'm the same way with with courses and stuff it's like i don't want it's like i think in the beginning it's like oh wow like 20 hours worth of content it's like you feel value but now it's like yeah. no no I want the shortest amount of content to help me reach, you know, the, whatever the goal is of the course. So it's like, tell me what I need, nothing less, nothing more. And so, well, and then also I think that's where like shorter videos come into play too, where it's like, Hey, here's one module. Yeah. You know, there's 10 videos there, but they're short. So yeah. it makes yeah. it easy for the consumer to be able to go in and, and listen in bite-sized chunks, but then also makes it easy for the course creator because if they need to record, you know, the video where this happens, okay, well, it's only in one, you know, 10 minute video, you know, rather than recording a two hour training, you know, that yeah. idea of like more time versus a shorter, like more value packed type of training is the perfect example of online college. courses versus college. Yeah. Like yeah. four years of your life taking forever and taking tests and commuting and doing like probably 85% of things you probably don't need to know versus yeah. like a course that will take you from point A to point B. All right, let's go. Let's make some money and move. Sign yeah. me up for number two right. on that. You know? Well, yeah. And where did the idea, why does it, where did the idea come from that it had to have, you could only learn something in four years. Like it takes four years to, to learn or master something like that's, it just seems so arbitrary, you know, like it, you've got to go to get a four year college degree. Why? If I can learn it in a year and be successful, why can't I do it in a year? And that's a great four point. years of tuition. Payments. <laughs> <laughs> and we should say too, exactly. I don't want, exactly. I don't want every industry going through online courses. Like I don't want my doctor nope. like right. going on YouTube yeah. videos and you know, like there's certain industries where yes, college is the path, but not in web design not, yeah, for all the reasons we've talked about to this point. So yeah, you don't want your doctor going, um, how do I do a colonoscopy searching that on YouTube <laughs> before he does the procedure on you? Right. Yeah. Well, if he it, if it does it on one, one and a half speed as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're, we'll never oh, be allowed to do this show oh, ever yeah. again without that. Episode on that. But don't worry, I listened on double speed, so. <laughs> It'll be twice as quick. <laughs> uh, if anybody's still listening, they just all laughed. <laughs> Well, the good news is it took an hour for us to, you know, completely go downhill, which is better than some previous episodes. That's yeah, true. That's true. On that note, as we're coming to the top of the hour, let's do something that we've kind of got out of the habit of doing. That's final thoughts. Um, so, yeah, let's go around and share a final thought on this topic. Maybe it's something we want to reiterate. Maybe it's something that we haven't had the chance to say. Um, so who wants to, to go first? I guess... Oh, sorry. Somebody else can go. My camera just crapped out on yeah. me. Yeah, I'll, 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 uh, I'll talk about <laughs> um, some of the things that I, I I was sitting there just making a list and notes of all the things that, that I've learned without needing a degree, starting my business from scratch, both technical and soft. And even in the technical, could you seriously cram all this in that you would need the coding skills, the programming languages, the understanding of databases, SEO, say Google, all the Google tools, Tag Manager, Search Console, Analytics, DNS, hosting, understanding what a good host is, um, uh, backing up procedures, security around files, encryption, email, Exchange, Google, um, conditional forms, um, payment gateways. 
um, and then how to move a website without losing traffic and just some of those things just encapsulate so so many things that you wouldn't necessarily learn going through um, that particular route because it would probably be too niche it would be too down a lane and it wouldn't give you a real world scenario um, so i think that um in all the years that i've been doing it there's there's no substitute for experience i'm not i would never turn around and say don't do a course or don't don't attempt something um but in our game um there's been nothing like the hands-on day-to-day to teach me yeah that's my final thought yeah well said i was just thinking my mine relates to what i said earlier with just the fact that i'm well over a decade in this web design world, I don't know anyone who is a professional agency owner or freelancer who came from university as like a four year program. The reason I think that's really good for me to remember and for everyone here is you, you will likely deal with imposter syndrome if you don't go to like formal education. I know I did. I was like, I, you know, I was just learning it on the go. I'm listening to Jivy chat and YouTube videos like who am I to feel like I'm a professional web designer? And then the more along, I got further along, the more I realized like, well, wow, you were you used to be a guitarist in the band. You used to, you know, be a hairstylist and you're in web design. Like there are all these different industries that were the backgrounds of web designers. And then I realized later on, you don't need college to be successful in web design. So that's my final thought. Okay. Love it. What about you, Eric? Final no, thought? That's good. Yeah. So I, I think my final thought for this is uh, don't feel like you have to create your own processes and come up with your, your own solutions to problems and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, so next week um, I'm, I'm following uh, Tim and Josh. I'm launching my first course at, at, uh, Div, at, not course, just a webinar at Divi agency coach. And, and really it's just to answer the question I get asked every week. Um, how do I get my first web design client? You know, how do I get started? And so I thought I I'm just going to come up with a one hour answer to this that is helpful. And I'm put it out there. And I was thinking like, how would I tell people to go about do this? And I came from it from the perspective of what would I tell my kids? Like, I would want to give my kids the fastest route to success and the most solid route to success. So if it's the advice I'd give to my kids, that would be right. So I thought about it and I thought, I looked at the journey I took and then I figured out there's some ways I would tweak it. And so really what I'm gonna land on is uh, get, a, get a coach slash mentor, which by the way, you can do it, you know, through Josh Hall. Um, Take Josh Hall's maintenance and, and hosting class, learn how to do review lead, and then do the, the strategic association alliance, uh, which is what I started with uh, when I had Coastal City Creative and, and I started doing a podcast for a local business association. Um, that was huge, but it would have been much better for me if I would have had Josh's course before that. Um, I, I just wouldn't gone so much further faster. Um, so to me, I just can't recommend enough, get a coach or a mentor, uh, learn how to do some recurring income before you even learn how to design a website, learn how to do recurring income. Cause you'll feel so good. You land that first website for $500 for a thousand dollars. And then that money's gone. Um, so that would be my learn recurring income before anything else. Love it. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. So I don't really have too much to add. I think overwhelmingly, uh, we all agree that you definitely do not need a college degree to be a successful Divi web developer, Divi web designer, web designer, WordPress, whatever you want to call yourself. Um, uh, WordPress implementer. That's another, uh, one I've heard. Um, so yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do, you don't need a college degree. I think the important thing is find the education that works for you. So for me, I needed to get my hands dirty and learn as I went along and then circle back and, and fill in the gaps with some online courses and stuff like that. For other people, they need to start with an online course, you know, or, or, uh, YouTube videos, whatever it may be. Um, 
but everything is there at your fingertips. You just have to, to go and get it. So, um, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in live. Special shout out to our loyal live listeners on YouTube chat. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to the replay, uh, we stream every week, well, almost every week, um, on uh, Tuesdays at it's 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Central time. Um, I don't know other non-us time zones because i'm in the us i only i selfishly only think in, in us time zones um but yeah join us live we have really good discussion uh, we bring in uh listeners questions onto the the stream so would love to have you tune in live if you're one of those replay listeners which hey we love our replay listeners too so all right everyone thank you so much see you guys take, take care bye-bye there it is. <laughs> <laughs>